Xavier Booker commits to Michigan State. Let's go! Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Family, friends, Spartans, and even the haters, welcome <laughs> to another edition of Locked On Spartans. I'm your host, Matt Sheehan, and we are joined by the wonderful Justin Sin because we have to have some semblance of professionalism in here. But before we get to him and ask him how he's doing, hey, please rate, review, subscribe to this here podcast or YouTube show. My goodness, what am I doing? Hold on, it's Saturday. We're celebrating here. Let's get the party jersey on. Come on, Justin. Let's go. Let's have ourselves an episode. Xavier Booker commits to Michigan State. But before that, how are you doing, man? You doing okay over there? Yeah. It's um, uh, okay. pretty pretty uneventful, boring day. Figure we hop on here and talk a little, sure. talk, just chat like we usually do. So um, yeah. hopefully we can find something to talk about. Spartan DogCon is going on. Uh, we can talk true. about that. Uh, Jeremy is, Fears signs for overtime elite. Yeah, Izzo uh, and uh, Tucker are going to be co-grand marshals. Uh, see, see here we go. Yeah. Izzo won a celebrity golf scramble at the Rocket Mortgage Classic last mm. Tuesday. So yeah, we could talk about all that, or, or, or we could talk about Xavier Booker committing mm. to Michigan State. Justin, you do wonderful work for Twenty Four Seven Sports. They have Xavier Booker as the number three rated overall prospect in the country your rival aptly named rivals has him rated as the number one recruit in the country any way you slice it this is a massive massive commitment and also i would be remiss to not just point out how ridiculous it is to put all your happiness on a high school kid committing to a college i mean only the sickest of all people would take such joy in a 17-year-old making a decision to go to college. And really, there's a lot of game left. He didn't sign. It doesn't automatically mean that you're going to win anything. But with that said, um, why don't you just tell us why we should be celebrating to us sick people, uh, David Booker? <laughs> yeah, so... If you don't mind. Right. So um, for the audio listeners, Matt is uh, absolutely celebrating in the middle of this podcast. So, just some rosé, uh, that's all. Just a little bit. Yeah, as, as you yeah. should. As you yeah. should. Um, so yeah, Xavier Booker is, um, a kid that Tom Izzo has been a fixture, um, at a sidelines for, um, he's been at pretty much every game. Um, I, I would even say he's seen Xavier Booker more than he's seen his own family. Um, and, uh, and it has paid off here. So, uh, what, it, what it comes down to is coach kind of saw Booker when he was ranked in the eighties, nineties as one of his most important prospects in a long time. Um, obviously not just because of his talent, but also the positional need. Um, sure. Probably since Jaron, there hasn't been a, um, I guess, elite NBA prospect um, or even just an NBA prospect in the front court at Michigan State. Um, so this is uh, going to be the first of that kind uh, since probably Jaron. And uh, Coach went ahead and proceeded with the recruitment in that fashion as if it was most important in a long time. Like I said, he was at all his games, him, Coach Mike, Mark Montgomery, um, all the other coaches. They were hitting off his phone every chance they got. And uh, they basically went all in here. And uh, today, the reward uh, went ahead and presented itself for the staff. And, yeah, I think um, speaking of Jaron, uh, that's who they sold uh, Booker on in terms of a vision of whose development he can follow. 
he bad. pretty much has yeah he pretty much has a template of Jaron's skill set at this point of his high school career where he has um a, a nice outside touch for a guy his size um he has good athleticism elite rim protector um great feet uh now it just comes in it comes down to him adding some weight and um also going ahead and maybe refining some post moves and not just relying on size to score pretty much where sure. Jaron was at this point of his career arc as well so um yeah that's a good pro comp that's what the vision msu sold him on and here you have here you have it uh, that's uh, I'll, I'll take it i guess that's fine i, I, I <laughs> guess we'll, we'll accept this commitment no doubt and uh I'll, you know i'll talk more about the recruitment here what it means for izzo probably in, yeah. in this next segment but for now i just want to keep it uh on booker what he yep. does well and i even think too it's just like like you said i mean he uses his size to score in high school aau circuit and you might be able to get away with that at some points in college, obviously depending on who right. the opponent is, because we're, we're standing yeah. here at six foot 11 uh, and our wingspan seven foot four. I, I mean, the, the kids measurables are off the chain. Yeah. And also when, when I'm watching his film and obviously, you know, it's all good film on a highlight tape, but the motor this kid has, uh, he seems to be going at 120 miles an hour constantly. Like uh, he's, he's got a great, great motor too, which I would be remiss yeah. not to point out um, because my favorite analytic that I use on the show and talking about recruits is um, does he have that dog, that dog in, him, in Justin? Him. Mm. And I think he's got that dog in him. Let's go. Oh, yep. Yep. I think uh, he's going to be a guy that's going to come in and immediately provide um, a very nice complimenting skill set to Jackson Kohler. Um, I think yep. you're going to look at Kohler probably, um, inside um not not as great footwork uh from him defensively as booker so what you'll see is booker playing the stretch for um defensively and also offensively as well but i think kohler has an even better outside shot so offensively we'll see they could even go with a five out in some instances but defensively what you're gonna see is um kohler kind of being uh stationed in the paint and then booker just coming in with some chase down blocks on the backside help and uh those two together are going to be um, a lot of fun to watch um, in the paint here in 2023 and exciting times, uh, even with just him and fierce committed. And we can also talk about some other guys on the radar, but Michigan state basketball recruiting seems to be um, in a very, very good spot right about now. Uh, sorry. I'm just a little dizzy over here. Uh, this has been a very <laughs> emotional and overwhelming day uh, on this end. And, you know, for all the uh, MSU fans that are sick in the head like myself and take this much joy in a high school kid committing to Michigan state, but my, it's just nice to win one every <laughs> once in a while. Right. I mean, obviously, okay. Hey, we got the commitment of Imani Bates. Woo. Oh, that didn't go so well. And then I don't have to tell everyone all the names, you know, the Vernon carries the Josh Jackson, Jabari Parker's I, the list goes on and on, obviously, but yeah, this is awesome just to win a, a highly coveted recruit, but also, man, I'm just jotting down like lineup ideas right now on the sheet of paper, and it's endless <laughs> because like yeah. Booker at the four. Okay, let's you know, let's see if we get something on Madi Sissoko this year. Madi at the mm. five. You have how does this sound? Junior Jaden Akins at the three or the two, any way you want to slice it. But here, here's the other guy too. I I, I want you to listen closely, everyone. What I'm about to say because this has some stank on it senior point guard aj hogard senior point guard aj hogard uh you talk about having that dog in him he will be a great leader he will take these young guys under his wing especially with the scores that you have in kohler in booker in akins like i i don't want to get ahead of myself but like uh 2023 i'm gonna have i think i'm gonna have some fun i think i'm gonna have some fun like the 
Line of options are obviously endless, especially now. Let's add this fun fact in too. I can't Malik Hall and Tyson Walker take another COVID year. Can like they can yes. come back if they really want they, to. Now they can do so. Different discussion, obviously, for a future date. We'll see how this next season goes and what they want their options to be. And correct me if I'm wrong here too. And this sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but doesn't Joey Hauser technically have the option to come back too? I believe he does. I believe he does. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> so we compare Booker, we compare Jeremy Fears uh, with, you know, guys that are 36 years old and Joey Hauser and Willie Cole. Like, you'd have experience, you'd have yeah. young, exciting youth. I, that Wow, this is um, mm-hmm. this is exciting. So, yeah, just the possibilities of 2023 with the lineup and everything sounds a lot better than it has uh, in, in recent years, uh, oh, Justin, yeah. don't, you, don't you say? I would say so, yeah. The, the combinations are a lot of fun. And now if you start adding um, guys like – Cohen Carr, Garrick Normand into the hypothetical discussion. Um, Garrick Normand uh, just left his official visit today. I'm not sure. Maybe he's still there for a few more hours, but just picked up an offer uh, on his final day in East Lansing and arriving today is Cohen Carr. Um, so Garrick Normand is essentially a Matt McQuaid clone in Love more it. ways than one. And for, first of all, he used his picture in his Twitter um, in his Twitter announcement of the offer. So this is not just a lazy analysis by us. Right. Two, yeah, two, he's a 6'5 shooting guard from Texas, as Matt McQuaid was. And three, play style-wise, he, he's a knockdown shooter from the outside that has athleticism. He's not just a stiff shooter like some of the guys that play elsewhere in the Big Ten might be, like at Iowa and Wisconsin and whatnot, but I digress. Um, and then he has <laughs> he has that he has that edge and that dog in him too, like Cueto did. He Cueto wasn't just a knockdown shooter that that never got feistier in there. Cueto was that aggressive rebounder. He dunked on people, let them know, and he he just possesses pretty much all of the all of the different facets of Matt McQuaid's game from a geographical standpoint, from a um, obviously play style standpoint, from a personality standpoint. So um, that's what you're looking at there in Garrick Norman. Uh, Michigan State is. I wouldn't say coming in late, but he has a lot of good options already. So that's why it's hard for me to just go ahead and say, yeah, Michigan State is the leader for sure. But I will say that Michigan State is in a very good spot there. And um, um, Cohen Carr, I have not gotten the official number confirmed, but I believe his vertical is well above 40 inches. He would be. It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. He he would be the most athletic guy to play at Michigan State in, in a few years. Um, his game requires a little more refinement in terms of scoring output, but if you watch his highlights, that kid's potential is off the charts. Um, I know that Devin Royal seems to be trending towards Ohio state and and he's a really great player. I think he's going to put a lot of production out in the big 10, but for context purposes, cars ranked ahead of Royal in both the composite and in 24 seven sports rankings. So he's not just some project. He has some parts of his games he needs to refine, but he's a very good player already. And um, seeing him jumping around, blocking shots, cleaning the glass right next to Booker, um, and, and maybe finishing up some fierce lobs um, Booker and um, Carr taking turns doing would be um, quite the sight, quite the sight in, uh, in the Brez. Sorry, I didn't realize my microphone was on mute there. Sorry, my <laughs> son's crying in the other room. I think he's a Hoosier fan. He's taking the Xavier Booker news very hard. Um, you'll have to excuse him. But no, I mean, I definitely do want to get more to the the car stuff, the Garrett yeah. Norman stuff, even even the Devin Royal stuff, because you know, there could yeah. be something there, or maybe I'm just thinking about right. things in my head. But 
I want to wax poetically about Izzo, this whole recruitment and everything like that, just in a hot second, Justin. But uh, I'm going to send you back into the hallways of Breslin mm. Center um, just for a hot <laughs> second because i got to talk to the fine folks about LinkedIn jobs. Hey, Tom Izzo just put that work in, and LinkedIn jobs wants you to put some work in with some great small businesses. Or let's say you're a small business. Hey, let's get some good work heading your way. Gear up for fall with the best in the business. That's LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that, well, you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one, just like Xavier Booker's uh, commitment number one, in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free right now at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions, guess what? Oh yeah, they apply. And as we welcome the wonderful Justin Thin of 24-7 Sports to just uh, break down Xavier Booker's commitment with us. Hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here. And hey, August, it's about to start. Or if you're listening to the podcast, it already has started. We're doing this five days a week now. That's right. The three-day a week that we did in June, July, that's over. Five days a week here. Justin, um, I, I, I want to get, I, I don't know if it's sappy, but uh, I might be a little too dramatic here, but allow me to monologue here for a hot second because I think that this commitment from Xavier Booker speaks volumes of how much Tom Izzo isn't dead. You know, the, the rumors and reports of his death on the recruiting trail have been greatly, greatly exaggerated. And this might be the best, and maybe I'm prisoner of the moment, maybe I'm prisoner of the moment, but I think it is the best recruitment Tom Izzo has maybe in his whole career. Now, of course, that's very easy to say. Like, he's the highest rated kid Michigan State has probably ever gotten. He is the number one kid in the country, number three if you look at 24-7 sports. But it's just the way that this went down. This wasn't just logging on a few months ago to a fine website like 24-7 sports and seeing, oh, a kid is a five-star. Let's drop in on him at Nike Eyeball, some, some Peach Jam, the AAU circuit. No, no, no. Izzo has been on this kid since last September. This is what you were just talking about, Justin, in the last segment. Izzo's been on this kid for ever sacrificed a ton of time watching him play. I know you said that he's probably seen Xavier Booker more recently and more often than his own family. I, I actually don't even know if that's a joke. I, th- there might be some honesty <laughs> behind that. I know that he skipped out on some big events, maybe a wedding, uh, to go watch Xavier Booker play basketball. He has thrown all of his eggs in the Xavier Booker basket, and he's done it for so long. And Xavier Booker's talked about this too in interviews that – the relationship with Izzo has been great. He's been there the whole way. The ups, the downs, giving him constructive feedback, and just being a coach before he really even committed to Michigan State. So that's why when the Blue Bloods slide in, the same ones that hopped in and took Josh Jackson, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. Vernon Carey, Jabari Parker, it was too late. Booker appreciated the longevity of the relationship Izzo made, and that speaks volumes to what he did but also let's talk about that top 10 list too not just the blue bloods justin right because there were some great schools in that top 10 list you had three in-state schools you had notre dame 
who's actually a bigger threat than maybe a lot of people think. Right. You have Indiana, Mike Woodson, who has the wheels turning down in Bloomington a lot better than I thought he would ever have him turning down. Pretty solid recruiter. And then uh, Indiana school number three is Purdue, who is stringing together some of the best seasons they've ever had. But why don't you come up north to East Lansing, Michigan? It's great. You also beat out schools like Auburn, who just sent Jabari Smith into the top three. You have schools right. like Gonzaga, also in the top th- top ten, also just sent Chet Holgram in to the top three of the NBA draft. And, you know, a few other schools as well, like the ones that celebrate Sweet 16s uh, harder than any mid-major does. But at the end of the day, that relationship that Izzo built and the time, the time that he put into this, never mind the previous heartbreaking misses where he put a lot of time into kids and then struck (laughs) out. He went back to the well again, and finally, when he pulled that bucket up, he got a tall drink of water in Xavier Booker. So I... Thank you for letting me uh, just unwind there. Uh, maybe that wasn't even dramatic enough, uh, but yeah, it's just, man. Uh, hey, hand off. I mean, I was starting to get a little worried about Izzo 2 on the recruiting trail, but this uh, this might seem to quiet a few voices, uh, doesn't it, Justin? This is uh, yeah. going to be okay for us. I, yeah, I, th- I think this this is um, a reminder to those um, that questioned um, Izzo's overall energy left, his overall, I guess, relentlessness that that those questions were not really valid ones what uh, the decision making in terms of roster management and maybe beliefs and in terms of the portal and things of that nature are valid questions for sure but in terms of just simply effort energy relentless pursuit and recruitments those those questions definitely i think this answers in a in a emphatic fashion because like you, like you said, like I said earlier, like he was there every possible chance he could. And not only did that require um, a relentless sort of pursuit, it also required um, conscious decision-making on how to manage the recruiting board. Totally. And the alternative for this would have been Izzo spent some time going to Booker's games, some time going to Devin Royal's games, and maybe giving himself a slightly better chance with Royal, but really hurting himself with Booker. And a lot of coaches would have chosen that route of kind of halfway appeasing their top two yep. targets on the board. And I think that would have been a mistake. And that's not an easy open and shut choice as you might think. People are like, oh, yeah, the number three player in the country, go to all his games, forget everything else. A lot of these coaches think they can get two guys. They can go five games of Booker's, four games of Royals, think we'll get both. And then they mess themselves up. That's not as easy of a decision as people on the outside may think. So Izzo gotcha. made the correct call there, has landed, obviously the better of the two players. Seems like as a result, Devin Royal is going to go to Ohio State. But I think that if Izzo would have tried to appease kind of both guys, both families, that what could have happened is Booker could have gone to Gonzaga and Royal could have gone to Ohio State. And then the class is a very different trajectory. So I not only credit Izzo's pursuit, by, but I credit his decision-making and how he managed the top two targets on his board. And now he got his number one target. He has a great point guard in fears. He looks to be in a good spot with Garrick Normand. And we'll see about um, Cohen Carr here in the in the next few weeks, months, who knows. But just a great trajectory, a great outlook as a result of both pursuit and effort and decision-making by Coach Izzo here. Can I just drop a quick PSA into? And I know that this conversation will always happen if MSU basketball has another underwhelming season, but – this this puts a bullet in the whole, oh, Izzo was going out like Mark D'Antonio did. Uh, that yeah. whole mm-hmm. 
battle cry that, that people have had right. because look, Hey, the, the guy over my shoulder right here. That's right. That, that's Mark D'Antonio. He did great things. I have to say that whenever I talk about Mark D'Antonio, I love him like a family member with that said, yeah, sure. Michigan state basketball has some underwhelming years back to back just now where we just live them. Michigan state football underwhelming seasons at the end of the D'Antonio era. Little different though, because I think really what eventually dissolved the Mark D'Antonio era was lack of recruiting carelessness for recruiting not getting that here with uh, Mr. Tom Izzo. Recruiting is the lifeblood of college sports, and at the spry age of 67, uh, he's putting together one of his best classes he may ever have. Definitely probably the best since 2016. Of course, you can go back and pick out a few other classes, but this is definitely on the top shelf of classes, and it's only just two guys so far. So far. So I just want I just want Justin, I just had to voice that because uh, mm-hmm. I was a little tired of hearing about it, but now uh, after getting – the number one or a top five kid in the class, any way you slice it. Yep. Done hearing, done hearing those comparisons uh, that they're going out the same way. They are not. One guy is recruiting his off, and one guy just had Jim Bowman send a few guys a text every once in a while and <laughs> went that way. So, hey, still love you, Mark. Thanks a lot uh, for signing my picture uh, the other day. Appreciate. Yeah, that. I think I think you make a great point about just Izzo's recent like kind of success on the trail, and also I would go back to, I would say the. From the moment that Izzo lost Isaac Trout um, to Virginia, he has been on a tear. Um, Really, I guess the Ty Rogers loss was a loss. But actually, you can even go a little further than that. Losing Amani Bates was a blessing in disguise for sure. Um, Enoch Boachi's handlers wanting um, some handouts that Izzo was not willing to. Wow. (laughs) Forgot about him. (laughs) Right. Looking for some handouts that he's, that's that's the way that's not Izzo operates. That was also a blessing in disguise. Um, Would have just created a further logjam at center and people can go look at Boachi's stats at Arizona State. He probably would have been the fourth best center on the roster last year. Simply would have just led to less Marcus Bingham playing time. Um, so, so those two losses in recent memories are not losses in my opinion. Um, Ty Rogers is a legitimate loss. Jaden shoot legitimate loss, I suppose, but it's Duke. And other than that, that's the last three, four years of the losses in Izzo's, uh, category. And then you're looking at how he pivoted from Jackson uh, to Jackson Kohler from Isaac Trout, who ended up being ranked higher than Isaac Trout. Um, landed a five-star head-to-head against Duke and, and Max Christie. Yes, yep. Christie needed to stay one more year to fully realize his college potential, but got drafted, got a second-round uh, contract with the Lakers. So who are we to say? But um, so that that's not a, the, the way he played is not on Izzo in terms of the recruiting accomplishments we're talking about here. Jaden Akins, I think the world of what he can accomplish here. Pierre Brooks looks like he's in line for a good second step. If you just yeah. look at Izzo's recruiting track record the last three or four years, the losses are not really losses for the most part, and the wins are some very, very impressive ones. And this class is shaping up like it's one of the better ones out of all of them. And I think the arrow is definitely pointing up on the high school recruiting trail for Tom Izzo. And I want to get a little bit more into that. Just just for a few minutes yeah. here in this first segment, I, I just got to you know talk people's ear off about betonline.net. Woo! Goodbye, Justin. I got to say goodbye to you if uh, you're watching on YouTube. Now it's just my face. I'm sorry. This is uh, them's the breaks. But you know what? You could make uh, this next minute for you a little easier. If you just click off the screen and go on betonline.net, they got all the futures that you need for the NCAA football season. If you're an NFL person, NBA, 
any future that you could ever want. Or let's say that, hey, you're living in the moment. You do like yourself some baseball season, some golf season. If you're listening on the weekend, yes, we dropped this YouTube video on Saturday. Uh, yeah, bet on the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Let's go. Wager on betonline.net. It's the number one sports betting site for everyone because they just do it right, guys. They take care of you. They they offer you reviews, news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and just like I said, even golf. That's right. We got some giffity golf on Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live betting scores and podcasts they have you covered top to bottom so head to bet online today use your mobile device learn more about the trends and actions happening today that's bet online where the game starts and let's start this third and final segment with uh yeah with justin sin he hasn't left yet this is incredible wow uh, what a <laughs> generous friend of the program you are um i do want to talk about you know some more high school recruiting and i'm gonna sound like a crazy person here with uh, the first thing i'm about to say i am delusional right now i'm letting the xavier booker commitment get weight to my head reason has left the window devin royal let's talk about him for a hot second very highly right. rated commit very high michigan state's board probably now the number one guy on their board now that xavier booker is off the board but just like you said just like a lot of other people that i've heard from and read from it looks like devin royal is going to be going to ohio state with that said though and this is the crazy part of me does having a guy like Booker commit to Michigan State's class already with Jeremy Fears, who's on the cusp of being a five-star guard, do you think maybe that cracks the door open a little more for Devin Royal to maybe consider Michigan State and have a mega class coming in? Or is it all going to be too little too late here? In, in the I, just, just break yeah, my heart I, now if you have to. <laughs> I think uh, that's definitely a valid way of looking at it. Um, there we go. The, counter, the counterpoint would be that Royal has known that this is the way Hmm. Well, shoot. All right. Uh-oh. Looks like I lost Justin here for a hot second. Hopefully, um, you guys can hear me, and hopefully Justin comes back. But I think he was talking about uh, Devin Royal knowing that Booker was going to be committing to Michigan State, so this maybe not shaking things up all too much. So that could be uh, maybe the downer that we are all looking for an answer to not the answer that we want, but Hey, the answer that we're going to get because Justin Thind always shoots us straight. Um, wow. This will be fascinating to see how uh, the rest of this third segment goes because Justin's face on my end has completely frozen. I cannot hear his voice. And what a way to wrap up this year episode of locked on Spartans, your team every single day. Really? We hammered everything that we wanted to. I want to talk about high school recruiting here at the end, but Justin Thin filled us in with so much about Garrick Norman, right? This is the kid that just stepped off campus for his official visit. Uh, I think the world of his commitment. And as we welcome Justin Thin back, how you doing? <laughs> I tried to monologue for like a good two minutes there. Sorry. Uh, I'm talking about Garrick yeah. Norman, how he would be in addition to the class. Right. And I kind of filled in what you're going to say with Devin yeah. Royal. Um, he probably already knew that Xavier Booker was going to be committing here. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know at what point I cut out, but I was just saying that those three guys, um, Royal, Fears, and Booker have kind of known where each of these guys have been trending for a while. So yeah. yeah, typically typically joining a class like Booker and Fears would definitely be very intriguing for a guy like Royal. But if he is trending towards Ohio State right now while knowing that that's the way the MSU class is trending, then I guess I wouldn't say that Booker going sure. public today would give any big boost. But yeah, I think... Um, 
I think Izzo uh, had to make a choice of, of who he wanted to make feel very, very wanted. Um, Ohio State chose Royal because um, they knew they didn't have as great of a shot with Booker. Izzo chose Booker, and I guess you live with that, and I don't think you can complain too much about that, and um, that's the reality of it. So I think um, yeah. Devin Royal, I put a crystal ball in yesterday for him to end up at Ohio State with a confidence level of seven. Um, I don't usually go into the level of seven or eight, so that kind of puts the writing on the wall there, I think. Uh, that, that might as well be all she wrote right there, but hey, I mean, just <laughs> like we talked about, I, I, I love Garrett Norman's tape. I love Cohen Carr's tape. Now, Cohen Carr, I, at the time of recording, I don't believe has an offer, but Correct. Michigan State typically I, like to make these off in person. Is that the right, 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 right. So. Yeah, so with Garrick Norman, he did his first two days of his official without an offer. And mm-hmm. as a as a parting gift, Coach Izzo delivered that offer to him. I would expect the same treatment with Cohen Carr. And speaking of um, Garrick Norman, um, right here on um, I see on Instagram here, as, as we are recording this just before Booker's commitment has gone public, I see that um, Xavier Booker has commented on Garrick Norman's uh, official visit pictures saying go green bro you know what it is so booker is already recruiting for michigan state here 35 40 minutes before going public with his commitment um so i'm sure that's great for spartan fans to see <laughs> i can't do that i can't i i, I <laughs> mentally and physically can't do this uh much like god it's it, it's it's july it, it's borderline august I mean, this is supposed to be our off season where we can relax the mind but here i am <laughs> tightness in the chest justin said oh my goodness gracious this Stand myself off a little bit. Okay, we're good. All right, we're fine. Are the kids? It sounds like the kids are going to be all right, Justin. The kids are going to be sounds all right. Like it. Sounds like that's the case. They're gonna they're gonna get some good players this class, Matt. I believe. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Uh, I would love to say that you know I'd love to put on the charade of me being uh, an adult about this, but yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm going to be celebrating uh, the the decisions of teenage kids very hard mm-hmm. today, very hard tomorrow. Uh, might bleed into Monday, Tuesday. Who's to say? Stay tuned to find out. As uh, we will be back this week with five episodes of Lockdown Spartans. We got Graham Couch preaching to us about the. Best fall camp storylines. We're going to have Brian Lewerke breaking down Peyton Thorne and the quarterback position at Michigan State some point this week as well. Keep it tuned. Locked on Spartans. Uh, wow, what a fun, what a fun way to start the week, huh, Justin? I cannot thank you enough yep. for your knowledge, your generosity with time, and your green screen expertise too. If you're listening to the podcast, you've missed out on some green screen greatness on Justin's part. So you're the man, Justin. We love you. I love you, and I love every single watcher and listener. Go green, you guys are the best. Let's go. Thanks again for having me, Matt. A lot of fun as always. You're the best. You are the best. You're the, no, you everyone is the best. God, <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's have a weekend. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>